What's up, brother? Not much. How you doing? Great, man. Thanks for inviting me in the scary room. Is yeah, that right? It is. This it's, is the scary room. Scary room. I'm around all sorts of DVDs. Masks from Halloween 3. What is that? Return of the Living Dead. You got the Tar Man. Got we got a shit ton of DVDs, VHSs, Michael Myers stuff. Oh, yeah. This is the real horror nerd's dream. I, I like to think so. I'm trying to get organized and shape this room into my own little horror mecca. I love this shit, man. My, I have an abbreviated version of this in my, my little corner of my house that I'm allowed to uh, decorate the way I want to. It's nice. like all this. So one day I'll have a room like this. Nice. And um, you, uh, how long have you been into the, uh, have you been a lifelong horror nerd freak? Pretty like much. Us? Yeah. Yeah. It, um, my earliest memories of it, I had been, ooh, late 70s so i was born in 72 late 70s i started getting into horror i'd uh catch chili billy once in a while you know, chili any, billy cardilly for yeah. those who don't know anybody my age <laughs> knows that you know around here that or was around your horror here host. yeah i was your horror host and so i caught some of those really liked it and then the thing that really hooked me uh was my my babysitter and i don't know i'm trying to think so friday 13th came out what 1980 like 80 or 81, right? 80, 81. So still had a babysitter. Like, you know, I wasn't old enough to be left home alone if my parents were going to be gone for, you know, yeah. eight, ten so hours. you were like 10? Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't 10. I was like I was like eight or nine years okay. old, I think, when it... So, but it was to the point, like, where they'd take me over to their her house, like her family's house, and I'd eat dinner with them and play games and stuff. It was not babysitter, babysitter. Right. Just not that I care. After you. Yeah. She, she was hot, so I don't care. I was, I was lucky I was to still be, be around her. Question. <laughs> so, but no, she was so, one of the best. She was my whole life. She was the one who looked out for me. I was the ring boy in her wedding. So, oh, shit. That's yeah, cool. So I shouldn't say what I said. <laughs> hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That was always my question. As soon as I hear babysitter, it's like, is she hot? <laughs> but what was cool was uh, the one time I was over there for dinner and her dad um, was like, hey, come in the basement. I got something to show you. Well, at that age, you're like, cool. You know, maybe that's not the line you should be <laughs> yeah, following. Yeah. But you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> no. Nah. He's an awesome dude. And yeah. In his basement. Um, it was an awesome basement. You know, it was an old Italian guy, and he had the bar. And, it, you know, finished yeah. finished the way a basement should be back then. Right. He, um, he's like, look at this thing. And it was a Betamax. He's like, you can watch movies at home. And he's like, here, let me show you. And he puts in a tape. All of a sudden, Friday the 13th is oh, playing shit. on the TV. And I just sat there. And that's when I was really hooked. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, I can watch this stuff at home and when I want to. Right. Yeah, so that was really the beginning of it for me. So that was the first horror movie you ever really remember seeing or having an impact on you? Yeah, I don't remember um, what I saw with Chili Billy and stuff prior mm -hmm. i just know i just have little memories of it and i knew it was fun but that was the friday 13th on betamax is what really got me thinking horror movies well i would imagine it has a lot to do with the atmosphere too because like you saw in the basement on yeah. betamax like that's how those movies are meant to be viewed i think people miss that especially these oh, days yeah. oh yeah i agree i just the other day i was talking to somebody i said and everybody that likes the stuff we like says this at some point mm -hmm. but like I really want a video store to just go to and walk around and yeah, man. pick up pick up the cases and talk to somebody about movies and um, I miss miss all that stuff. That was that was part of the whole lifestyle that made this stuff fun for me. Yeah, man. I know. Even uh, 
I mean, I'm a lot younger than you, no offense, but like, uh, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, no, no offense, but uh, I remember going into Blockbuster as a kid and just like totally digging the horror movie section. Like, that was like where I grew up. Like, every week I'd go back and like, oh, oh yeah. subspecies three, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, you know, because nobody else was into it, but I just wanted to devour every single horror movie I could find. Oh, I yeah. just have always had that interest, and it's kind of a, it's kind of sad that, uh, there's nothing like that anymore for kids or anybody really to grow up in. It's Netflix and you're overwhelmed and it's nothing and quality. And there's no effort. You right. Know, to put it, like back in the day, you had to, you know, every time you go in this, I want to see subspecies or whatever. It's rented again. It's rented again. So you talk to the guy at the yeah, desk. Can you hold it the next too. when it comes back and I'll get back here. to make sure you get back for it. That's you had true. to work for it. And I was lucky. There was a, place called entertainment tonight um on banksville road okay and this place was huge it was it was as big as a blockbuster but it was an independent place and the guy really appreciated horror and it was multi-tiered uh so he had uh or, you know multi-leveled building so he had in the one upstairs part it was all horror the black lights cobwebs he, oh he, that's so sick he did it up and uh, you know, it was just awesome, you know, to somebody put that effort into it. So these were the things that just helped grow. Like, I looked forward to that. Like, I can't wait to get home from football practice on Friday and, you know, before I could drive, hope mom and dad are home to drive me over there and right pick up two movies for Friday night. That's what's up. And That's what we did. Part of what kept me out of trouble yeah, me with too, partying man. and stuff because I would rather watch these movies. Well, no, I did both. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there's that. I didn't do that till college, but that's a different podcast. Yeah, uh, it's a, a different different subject. type of podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Next time, part two. <laughs> oh, the, oh, no. <laughs> part two, for sure. The, um, the, the movie thing, though, do you think that could be a lucrative business at all now, or do you think that would have to be a pure passion store if you had one? That's a difficult question. I mean, there are pockets around the country where there are very cool yeah. video stores. I know there's one down in Tampa, one out in the state of Washington, New York, Brooklyn. They have a couple now places. You got me thinking, man. I, that's a great fucking idea. I'm thinking about making some road trips. I get to New Jersey a couple times a year, so... I have a couple places bookmarked to go in New York City and Brooklyn area. And they're like video, video stores. They still, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to try to remember if they actually, I don't think anybody rents anymore. Yeah, that, yeah. But that's yeah. okay. Because like we had, were you old enough to know Incredibly Strange Video? Yeah. So that was, it's funny. There was always something to keep me excited through each era. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the last one. Not that I'm not still excited, oh, but I'm sure. old enough now to... I don't need somebody to spoon feed me to be a for sure a fan, but you know I think these places are more like an incredibly strange video, but some of them are on steroids. Yeah, yeah. like uh, have you ever been to Amoeba in Hollywood? No, I would love to go, dude. That's yeah. like I I could spend all day there, like literally yeah. did. I spent like an entire day in my you know the three days I was in L.A. One was like just that. Nice. I'm going to you should going out there to, to L.A. area. Are you um this summer? Are you like just for a, vacation? No, for work. I'm expanding my real world job real out job. that way. Yeah. Nice man. Good for you. Yeah. I know that. Fortunate. I'm very fortunate uh, to now have well, I have some clients out there, but one in particular is in our horror industry. Oh yeah. And uh, very, become a very good friend, and they are helping me. I learned a lot about what horror actors and actresses and directors about what income's like, and you know, 
there's not as much movie in them as money in those movies as there is, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Obviously. or um, Joker or whatever. So they're they have a different planning needs. Yeah. Not to talk about my real business too much, but that's cool. Um, and they don't always get the the personal care from an advisor out there because there's so much, you know, multi million dollar yeah, I'm sure people from the movie industry. So, you know, you, they get treated more like C clients when really, first of all, I treat everybody like an A client. I don't yeah, care how much money what. you have, but, um, you know, just because of their geography, that's why they get treated that way. Here, they'd be, <laughs> they'd be superstars. Exactly. In Western PA. So, anyway, she, uh, this client, she uh, said she's going to help uh, introduce me and get, you know, get me in front of more people. And she said, we're going to make a go for it, try to. Make me kind of the financial advisor to the horror Let's go, man. horror world. That's, that's my beautiful. That's, that's my goal. That well, hey man, if you take your two interests, your real job and your passion job, and combine them into one, yeah. you can. That's how. That's that's yeah. how. That's where happiness comes from. That's why I started this shit. Yeah, lifting and death. You know, can't beat it. Can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't live with it. Can't live uh, without it. But yes, yeah, so I'll be in California this year, and hopefully, that's, then I'll be going yeah, multiple man. times a year to let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always up for road tripping it with someone. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm in for sure. I love L.A. Nice. And, um, yeah, one year I went for, out for Halloween and I went to the, uh, into Pasadena where they filmed Halloween and like we're by the original house, took my picture by the hedge, did the whole tourist thing, but yeah. it was on Halloween. It was just like the coolest oh, thing that, ever. That'd be bad. I saw the house, but I was in a on a tour and I couldn't get out of it. It was like a, a bus thing. Yeah, man, you gotta go. Just I gotta do your thing. physically get out. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. That's just my that, favorite. Walking down film. that street. Yeah, me too, man. It's yeah. like I don't think anything even comes close really yeah. to the original Halloween. Even the as much as I love the sequels and other shit like that's that's like the Bible. Oh yeah. I love love it, but the sequels are good. And then of course there's Halloween three and I know you're an Atkins fan. Huge Atkins fan. You know we're pretty much almost sitting in his lap right now. Yeah. He lives He lives right yeah. over here, I know. He's awesome, dude. He's great, yeah. I talked to him for like I he was obviously he was on my podcast and that was like a two hour thing, but he chilled with me. We talked for like four hours. He's like right. the nicest dude. Oh, I love him and yeah. It's great walking around the grocery store and oh uh, hey Tom how you doing yeah like, it's happened to me too I feel yeah. like such a fanboy yeah but he's he's always so polite he's a gentleman he definitely is yeah so they don't like, make him like that anymore no but you know Halloween 3 is right up there for me like, me too man yeah, obviously so it's one of my favorite films and That's, you got an awesome shirt of it yeah it was one of my first designs I was like we have to make Halloween 3 warship right out of the gate nice. so that was specifically not only for me but so the horror nerds and the horror community know that like we know what's up nice you know yeah. you make a Halloween 3 shirt you're like you're a fan exactly that's that's kind of why i did that too exactly. yeah but uh so yeah speaking of the horror nerds and the the horror realm see what i did there sorry i just burnt my tongue i apologize they, oh, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's what happens oh that'll be good quality radio for that's you there great quality radio no your coffee's great you got me all hyped up on your uh, special blend of coffee that's yeah. why i can't shut the fuck up probably nice <laughs> thank you but anyway you know. yeah the horror realm dun 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 yeah, Horror Realm Convention. Horror Realm Convention. You're the man in charge of it. Pittsburgh's premier horror convention. I like to think so. But yeah, I mean, let's call it like it is. It's, 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 it is. Thank it, you. We took a little hiatus, but we're back. Oh, yeah, we took a two-year hiatus. You know, real real life got in the way. Um, and, you know, I have to, before we go too far, I mean, I'm one of three Yeah. Um, in this. Michelle and, and Sandy are, we're all equal partners and okay. all bring, bring strengths to the game. 
I mean, obviously, I'm the best, but no shit. But you know, they're but they're all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they handle what they need to handle. Yeah, yeah. You nah. always have to have some women behind you involved because they they know how to do things that we don't know how to well, do. Well, honestly, without the two of them, I I probably would have made a terrible mess of this entire thing. I understand that. Too. I would have had fun though. We would have had fun. It would have been short, but it would have been fun. <laughs> Sometimes that's better. Oh, yeah. Now, man, you're doing, you're fucking killing it. I'm so excited for this year. Why don't you give us some background into the Horror Realm Convention, how that started, and yeah. kind of what you're about. Yeah, I'll give you a little history. That'd so, awesome. um, it goes back to, ooh, really rooted in, I guess it would have been 2004, 2005. I don't know if you remember a uh, horror host show, the It's Alive show. Yeah. It was um, on air. It was a good show. Yeah, man. Um, and I remember. There was a, a message board. I miss message boards, by the way. Yeah, those are done. It was so or much. Or they're ruined. It was fun talking to people that way, and it was just specific. It, I don't know. It felt more personal. But anyway, yeah. I'm getting off track. No worries. It had a good message board. And, you know, uh, it was a great time for me to be doing this because my kids were young. So Saturday midnight, it was exciting. Get the kids to sleep, sit back, have a beer or two, um, and watch this. And on their laptop talking to other people and we had fun talking about the show laughing so what ended up happening sandy my one partner in horror realm she decided that hey we should all uh we should have a meetup at uh incredibly strange video support one of the sponsors of the show we can all actually meet in person have a couple beers buy some dvds so it's like yeah that's gonna be a good time let's do it no brain so probably about a dozen or so people showed up um and Michelle was not one of them. We don't know Michelle yet. Okay. So <laughs> we uh so we were up there having a good time. The uh, main main uh, the horror host Professor MC Square he came you know to to meet his fans and you know I guess kind of thank people for supporting the show. Word. And so nothing of it. Nice to meet these people. Well, uh, Professor MC Square decided. We need to have a zombie walk in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't have a zombie walk. So um, he's like, I'm going to have a... He messaged a few of us privately. I'm going to have a zombie walk on the south side. Um, would you be willing to help make this thing happen? I guess he kind of... he He's good at figuring some stuff out. And he kind of knew who the business people were, who the... You know, and right. who were... Logistics. Yeah, he shit. knew who was artistic. He got good art, artists involved. So we... Ended up, uh, yeah, we'll help. Um, so we thought, you know, in the discussions, putting this thing together, it was, what it was, it was, I forget what bar we started. It was walk around and then end up at the Rex Theater. Um, his band was going to play. Kyra Sean from Night of the Living Dead was going to be there. And then show Night of the Living Dead at the Rex. Hell yeah. So That's good time. We're, we're sitting there like, hey, hopefully we get like 50 people out for this thing. Mm-hmm. It was, I want to say... 500 people-ish. Um, there wasn't enough room in the Rex for everybody. Jesus. So, How did you handle that? Were you overwhelmed by the turnout? Uh, Well, we weren't because at that point it's up to the Rex. And, and, you know, zombie walks are the easiest thing as long as you, I mean, hey, here's where we're starting and yeah. here's where we're ending. and That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you just know, show and, up and do it. You know, and this is, these are the rules you should follow. I mean, it can get more complicated, which we'll get into in a second. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um. So, great night, blast, getting to know these people better, which is cool, because, you know, you don't, it's not easy to find horror friends, necessarily. I know. We all know. Yeah. That's why we made this. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
uh, Professor MC Square messages all like two days later. He's like, you know what? This was September we did the Southside one. He's like, I'm gonna. He's like, we need to have an October zombie walk at the Monroeville Mall. Like that's four weeks from now, and I'm like, oh, well, let's see. I said, can you let's see if we can even get the mall. Got the mall. Um, thought okay again. Let's let's have few. Hopefully we get a few hundred people like we did the South Side. Um, we made it, you know, for the food bank. Like, hey, try to bring a perishable item. Is yeah, it non-perishable no. item. I guess it's non-perishable. non-perishable. Yeah, and uh, either or, zombies. Yeah, let's, yeah. So let's try <laughs> to let's raise a lot of food for the food bank. Okay. We're gonna get to do a zombie walk in the mall. It's basically gonna be just walk from one end to the other as zombies. It has to be Sunday morning at, I forget like. 9 a.m. because that was the only time they were willing to let, to you, let us do it. Let and, us invade. Um, and they were really apprehensive about the whole thing. So we did it. Something like 1,100 people showed up. Wow. And it was crazy. So um, this was 2005. He decides like 2006, I'm going to do that. Let's do it, but we want to get a world record. So... We did it. I forget how many we got, but we got in the Guinness Book of Records for the largest zombie gathering. It's it, been broken 80 times since because when people realized you were you could the first one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Was, and that was at Monroeville Mall the next year. Yep. And Badass, Monroeville man. Mall was real happy with us because we made sure things were clean, didn't let people drip blood everywhere or put it on any windows. People had a good time. It's a legitimate concern. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So when, I mean, when we were done. You didn't know we were there. So then, Professor MC Square has another great idea. Next year, let's do a convention at the Expo Mart. Did you ever get to the old Expo Mart before they shut it down? And I did not. It was a better convention center than what they do it, out there now. Yeah, I can imagine. It was really, it was built for conventions. It wasn't a Lazy Boy furniture store right. converted to. Yeah. A, but anyway, they uh, let's have a let's have a convention. And then on Sunday, the zombie walk, this will be huge. And so we had a huge convention in 2007. Um, what do we even call that thing? Zombie Fest. Okay, <laughs> and, Zombie uh, Fest. We had um, oh, so many guests. We had most of the mains from Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. Night, uh, a few from, actually a bunch from Day, a um, bunch of authors. This thing was huge. We took over the entire place. We had a concert on Saturday night in the one part of it free beer um, one beer company hey, yeah free that's beer that's how you get people involved four bands it was rocking and Man, you really for went balls out for the first convention it was huge and great it's bigger than Horror Realm has ever been and there's reasons for that you know yeah um, you know you, sometimes you can go too big too soon is that what happened yeah and the amount of work did more you than anything did you sink too much money into it you think um yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. You know, okay. It wasn't like life-changing type stuff, but it's more, unless you're going to try to make this your job and create a wizard world of horror or something, uh-huh. um, you know, it's very, it's it's a lot to do. So we did it again in 2008. The unfortunate part is that's when they closed the Expo Mart down and we were, it was not far from our convention time and we're like, what are we going to do? Well, the Monroeville Mall let us set up the convention in the mall. Cool. Which was very cool. It was different. It was very difficult to, because we had tables lining the entire mall. Cause we had was all that these before v- any stores were empty? Uh, oh, yeah. Get, this yeah. place was at capacity. 
Damn. Yeah. Um, because we did one there last year, but like we everything oh. set up in empty stores and the kind of hallways were kind of free. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it worked out okay. It's good for making it for setup, but yeah. you no, know, ours was all in the walkways of the. Wow. And you know, backs against the railing, and it was the entire upstairs. And then downstairs, they let us put a stage at the one end. I'm sorry, the one, I don't know if it would have been Kaufman's at the time, or used to be, whatever, one, the, the one anchor store. store was closed. Okay. Um, so that we were able to put a stage up against that. <laughs> we had live bands playing in the mall. I love how you had the band since the beginning. Yeah. That's an awesome touch. A lot of the conventions cool. don't have that. It was very cool. It was loud, let me tell I'm you. Sure, yeah. Joe Pilato riding up and down escalators yelling at people with drinks in his <laughs> hands. And he was a character. I bet, man. But it was it was very cool. But what ended up happening, at the end of that, we all kind of sat down and said, Mark loved the zombie walk part. He, even though he was kind of the one who came up with the convention idea or at least I don't even remember who thought of it he wasn't as into the convention part he loved the zombie walk um, Mark that's Professor MC Square yeah kind of figured yeah so we sat down and said you know what why don't you take the the uh, um, zombie walk you do your thing you got people that'll help we'll take the convention we'll rebrand it so there's no confusion and so you made a separate entity yeah and that's where Horror Realm was born and we um, you know, each did our thing, you know, and it was, you know, just more passionate about one and not the other, and it wasn't like it was anything, like, oh, don't like you, oh, yeah, do your sure. thing. Yeah. So, that's what we did, and that's where Horror Realm was born, and 2009 was the first year uh, at the Crown Plaza South. That was the first year I attended. That was the first year I knew about Horror right. Realm. Yeah, just as a fan. Okay, but, so you yeah. saw the very first. That was that was not a bad guest list for our first convention. No, man, it was a lot of fun. That was yeah. one of my my first horror conventions I, that I can think of. I think in two thousand eight, I went to which totally like I set my bar too high for horror conventions. The first one I was at, I was at Horror Hound. Oh. Uh, we I think that was two thousand eight. That was here in Monroeville. Oh, did you go to that? I actually didn't go out to it. Um, I mean, I was like 13, and I made my mom take me, yeah. <laughs> and she, bless her, she did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, fuck, like, uh, everybody from the Devil's Rejects was there, Danielle Harris was there, like, yeah. I was just, like, totally, like, nerded out. Man. Oh, that was a hell of a guest list. Yeah, and just, yeah. like, seeing everything, and I had no idea, like, what the vendor situation was going to be like, and all these amazing artists, and all these masks, and it ends yeah. up costing a fortune, and it's like, oh, my fucking God. But then, you know, I think the next one was Horror Realm. Yeah. Not saying that I was, like, let down from Horror Realm. I just had no idea what, like, I thought every horror convention was going to be, be like, like yeah. that. And I'm <laughs> like, well, this is, like, actually really cool, though, because it's more personal. And, like, yeah. you know, it's a more underground kind of feel. And that's what I've grown to love is, like, the underground music, underground conventions. And this has, uh, but you can tell it always had potential. You know, and it has an awesome guest list. And well, thank you. Yeah, you do a really, really good job with it, man. Well, thanks. And uh, we're we're indebted to you for doing it, man. Well, you know, we we've always done it for the fans. Um, other people started using similar words, so we stopped using the tagline. I mean, but it was always a convention for fans from fans. It really is. If yeah. you feel that, man. Yeah, it was that was our thing. We've always gone into this. Hopefully, we break even for the year. If we put on a cool show break even mm -hmm. it's a good time do it again next year and if there's a couple bucks made then we put it back into the show to make it even a little better maybe next year it's never three of us have good jobs happy lives 
this is again just trying to support our passion and hobby and give everybody I mean I want this to be like a living version of that message board I talked about yeah man yeah just That's get great. to know each other and have fun for a weekend because there's not enough weekends like that no there isn't man yeah. especially around here you would think like Pittsburgh being the horror capital the zombie capital of the world there would be like a whole of a hell of a lot more there really isn't that much well, this, I mean if you think about it this you know and I don't want to talk bad about my city I don't either, but I'm but, just calling it like it is. Bro. Well, you notice, you know, you mentioned Horror Hound was your first show, and look at that guest list. And has Horror Hound ever been back? No, because we well, don't turn out. You think that's one problem with this area? Yeah, there's still the, there's still the. Oh, I got to cross bridges. I got to go through tunnels. Got to spend money. Um, yeah, if it's. I mean, we're not New York, you know. We're yeah, not in LA. You know, and and I, you know, that's one thing I respect. Money. If you got the money, great. If you don't, but. Um, we're just you know it's it's tough it's a tough city to move around. I understand people not wanting to drive through two sets of tunnels or over X amount of bridges, but um, if we want this stuff, you gotta you gotta come gotta out, make you gotta the effort. Support that's it. why it's so huge, and that's why it's so huge that you do it, and yeah. you know, people like me and whoever else support it, you know, yeah. and it's a it's a big deal. That's why we're passionate about it. Though we're little, but it yeah. can make a huge difference, man. It's one of the reasons though we have never swung for the fences, really. Um, you mean with the, in terms of budget or guest list? Yeah, and, shit? and you know maybe put ourselves at a little risk just because until I really see, and and part of it is, hey, you know, it's on the promoter, the convention promoters, to get the word out and spread it and advertise and stuff like that. Until I feel like we've really, you know, we're touching enough people. That sounds bad. <laughs> I don't mind. No, dude. But it, then, you know, maybe you can swing a little harder. Yeah. And but um you don't wanna you don't wanna try to do too much too quick and now with a two year break, we really we took it a step back. I mean you were at the ones out at Double Tree and Green Tree the yeah, last couple. I was at all of them. Okay. I believe. So that we were getting a little bigger. You saw that. I did, yeah. And uh those were nice, those were well attended. That Double Tree and Green Tree was dope. Yeah, and it's a great location, more central than what we're currently doing. I know that's going to cost us some people this year. That hopefully it doesn't. It's not. It's convenient for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you see where I'm at. Yeah, we're yeah. In the, we're in the backyard, so we're not complaining. But it's we just kind of like we need to almost do this like it's the first year again, and build from there. And I don't know who's going to listen. Sandy and Michelle will kick my ass probably if they listen to this. So don't don't advertise it on their Facebook. No. You got it. Um. We're this is breaking news, you know. It's gonna be just one return show. Hey, uh, you know, we missed it, so we'll do a show. This is technically kind of like our 10th anniversary, 2019, I think, would have been, but anyway, we'll go with it. Um, close enough, yeah, man. There was a leap year or two in there, so <laughs> but anyway, if Kiss can do five farewell tours, we can have we can be one year late on the 10th yeah. anniversary, <laughs> so but um, the uh, I'm not gonna let this go away again. No, you're not. And I I've told tell. them. I've told them that already. And I we're, can tell. We're I'm just... not going to let you. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> it's on the airwaves now, man. So I'm glad that we're doing it the way we're doing it, like it's the first year again, because this is going to be a good base to build up and get back to that double tree, or maybe someday we'll get down to the convention center. Though I don't really want to. Then don't. Because you lose you that. Can't do what you you don't lose that do. homey feel. Exactly. I like the hotel feel for conventions. Me too. I used to I go to comic book shows. I hate that convention center. Oh, it's horrible. I'll say it. But well, which one, the downtown or the Monroeville? Because I hate both of them. Both, either one. Yeah, 
I hate that. I really hate the Monrovo one. I think to be honest, it's horrible. It's not built for. I mean, they're doing a great shit. You know, some of the shows out there, they're doing a great job, but yeah, it's nothing against it's the not show. comfortable. It's just the spaces, you know. And yeah, it's I just, mean, if you get a lot of people in there, it's horrible. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and sometimes the commute can be really shitty too, from here. But that's the thing we're like we were just about. talking about. You know what? But we <laughs> of go. all the of all the commutes, that's the worst that's one. That's the worst one. But we go, and you know, I was a vendor at the Living Dead Weekend in Monrovia Mall. So yeah, yeah we, we made the commute. It's it's not I mean it's not terrible, but you got to hit it at the right time. Right. I go back ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but even those can be bad. Summertime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah construction. Sure. But yeah. So anyhow, that's the history, and that's kind of a like I said, breaking news of the you heard, future. You heard it here first, and. Uh, Death Comes Lifting will definitely be set up there. It will be in the lobby, so y'all guys come come and, uh, and show up, and we'll say, say what's up. You don't have to buy anything. Just come talk, and that'll be... Uh, it's a really, like, more of a community kind of vibe to it, which is so nice. It's just to hang out and see everybody, all the local fans and yeah. your friends and talk horror and just talk shit. Really, it's just a great time. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's a great feel, and you do an awesome job. But, um, well, thank you. Hopefully, the guest hopefully we still can do it. For those that don't know. Um, we got Or you lazy motherfuckers can just Google it, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> it's going to be a fun guest list. It's um, a cool guest list. We went, you know, we went very heavy 80s horror. Um, and What's that's something I, that? I found for us. Our sweet spot is at 80s to early 90s horror. Makes sense. We don't go much further back because, you know, Monster Bash is another cool... That's a cool show that we have local. Have you gone to that? Yeah. Um, I love the classics. Yeah, everyone does. And so anything through like the late 60s, early 70s, let him have, and before, let him have those guests. Yeah. Don't, there's no, there's enough room and give us the late 70s through the early 90s. That's kind of always been, and we have a friendly relationship with him. So anyway, uh, guest list, Tony Moran, who, um, one of the Michael Myers from the first Halloween, he's, you know, always a big point of controversy when... You know, who's Michael Myers? Who played Michael Myers in that movie? But yeah, what did he do? He was the near the end when the mask actually gets pulled up and stuff because he had the face. He's the ugly he, guy. Uh, <laughs> he was pretty back then. I know he was, yeah. So I don't know. He's No, he's so much fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guest to have. At the, he was at, what the, I think he was at Steel City Con? He was there once, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Not a couple years back. Yeah. I mean, he hung with us, and it was, it was, he is fucking He's a, a good riot, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to having the original Michael Myers there. Yeah, and then we're going to have uh, Caroline Williams from Texas Chainsaw 2. Who's, she's awesome. Awesome in every way. Yeah. yeah. Kelly Maroney. I'm so psyched. Nice. Um, who, for those who don't know, Night of the Comet, Chopping Mall. Uh, you should watch both if you haven't seen them. You should watch them both twice. Yeah, we got, um, of course, Patricia Tolman I'm really excited about. She's... She's really, uh, she's an entrepreneur, so she's got a lot of business stuff going on, so she doesn't do a ton of shows. Really? Um, so we were lucky to, to get her, and she, for those who may not know, uh, 1990, Night of the Living Dead remake, Tom Savini's version. Um, cool. she, she plays the Judith O'Day character, uh, but she was also in Knight Riders, and you know, she, she's another of she's our killer. Romero people. Yeah, she's killer. Will she's Tom awesome. Savini show up? Tom and I talk once a month. He his his schedule. He I'll tell you, the man is staying busy. He, he wants to do man. this show. Yeah. He, oh, he will show up. He will show. He up. will show up. Is he going to be a guest in horror realm or not? Is what's to be determined. Okay, I know he usually shows up. Oh, he always shows up because yeah. at least one of these people is always his friend. And yeah, yeah. I'm always like, one of these days your schedule is going to allow you to have a whole weekend. That's right. Yeah, so, I would love to see him. Yeah. And he, he bought a Transylvania barbell tank top. Oh, did me. he? Yes, he did. Nice. He is rocking the Death Comes Lifting gear. 
Tom Savini approves. He look I, at that man. He is a he's. I'll tell you what. I hope I look like that at his age. Me too. That's my goal. I wish I looked I like to, it now. I told him. I was like, dude. I wish I. I wish I looked like you now. I'll tell you what. That guy. He is so supportive of everybody. Like yeah, he's, man, he's he buys great. stuff from he people. Does. Like and he's he's a fan. And he's you never really see that. I mean, I never saw that with many guests at horror shows that go around and say hey to the vendors and buy shit. Even watch if it's horror room. Shit. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it'll be like that this time, but. We've always had a fair amount of like I remember Heather Langenkamp, um, shopping the room and having a blast and so. Nice. But I think again it gets back to that vibe and the setup. Um, yeah. Other shows. The homey vibe. Other Everyone. shows it's too spread out maybe for them or. Right. Um, a little too corporate feel. Yeah, and yeah. plus, you know, no guest makes as much money at our show as they can at a horror hound or a Texas Frightmare, and they know that they know they're doing a smaller show. But they also like that once in a while, and it does allow them to get up from the table and look at some vendor stuff, and because they're fans too, and yeah, you know, they're just like you and me. Yeah, they're normal people, and they want to have some fun. Yeah, most of them are really sweet. Yeah, so I I find that the the guests really, um, and they're always brutally honest. Like, yeah, I only made half of what I would have made it. Blah blah blah. But you know what? I had such a good time, and it's not all just about money. And that's probably so nice for you to hear, man. Yeah, and that's what it's about. And it's still good money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they didn't do much. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I mean, come on. Yeah. So they fucking signed some shit and bullshit with some weirdos. Yeah. yeah. So and of course, our number one guest of all is uh, Tiffany Sheffis. She'll be there. Absolutely. She she was when I was putting the first guest list together for our first show. I'm like, I want Tiffany Sheffis. People like Scream Queens. Which, um, you know, she fell into that category at the time, and she was she was the hot name for that stuff at that. And I had never met her, but I'm like, I really think she'd be a good guest for us. She was. She's a great gal. She's and, great, man. And yeah. she's become a she's truly become a friend of all three of us. That's so cool. Man. And she, if I'm she's available, she will be at every show we have if she's available, which is nice. That's so cool, man. Yeah, I'm so. stoked to I'm stoked to talk to her. Yeah, y'all, you'll enjoy her, and then she'll she'll give you. Uh, give you a tough time. I'm sure she she's good. She brings that Jersey girl on until she then she all right. You're okay. She'll then she'll let you. Yeah, man. I'm sure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That's probably why she's successful. Yeah. So no, she's great with the fans and yeah. I can't imagine having a show without her. We've had a couple because she was filming or whatever, and it's yeah. not the same without Tiffany there. That's great to hear, man. Yeah, and I think I think her daughter Mia might be traveling with her for this one. She Mia's been in a couple films with her. And uh, her very first convention as a guest was Horror Realm a few years ago. And uh, I think Mia might be coming at least to visit with us. I don't know if she wants to sit at a table or not with yeah, her mom. That'd be great either way. Yeah, so they're just a great family. And uh, I think that's why we all vibe well together is, um, you know, we have a good family. She's a good family. And we just, you know, that mutual Horror respect. runs deep, man. Yeah. That's real, th that's real shit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, man. What, uh, in terms of vendors, uh, how many do you have? Oh, I don't, know? I don't know. <laughs> and, um, about, know, about approximation. I really don't know. Probably 50-ish. No way, dude. Um, that's cool. Yeah, which is actually a little less than we would have had in that hotel in the past. But um, I wanted to uh, wanted to open the aisles up a little bit. So we reduced the amount of tables in the main ballroom. And then, of course, you know that big lobby area like where you're going to be. Yeah. That's almost like a, another little ballroom. Yeah, I'm excited to be there. Um we did, of course, tables there, but I also cut that down on how many compared to what we would have done in the past. Again, I just want the I want it to flow. Quality over quantity, right? Yeah. The age old 
Well, and I also, my thing is always, well, not just me, but Michelle and Sandy, we want the vendors to do well. Thank so you. We appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so if there's a few less vendors, that's a few more dollars that can go to the ones that are there. Yeah. And we always make sure there's plenty of variety. You know, if the first 50 people to contact us are all T-shirt vendors, after three or four are going to be like, sorry, we are at our max for T-shirt vendors. It's nothing personal, but, you know, we have to have that right variety for the people attending. If there's, if it's all T-shirts and you can't buy a DVD, right. you're not going to be real happy that you went to this horror convention. Right. So we do have a, we always, before we put it out there for vendors, we always have a list of how many of each type. And That's so nice, dude. Sometimes, because sometimes people do multiple things. Yeah. There's a little bit more of one area than you want to, but it's not, it's not over the top. That's, yeah. yeah, man, that's really, I, I mean, I personally appreciate that, but like just hearing that from a business standpoint, that's really cool of you to do, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we're not, again, we're not desperate. Like we're just, no. and yeah. I got, we sold, we sold the vendor area out in less than three weeks. Yeah, you crushed it. I know. Yeah. I was on the waiting list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were. Till, till we decided if we were doing those lobby tables or not. Yeah, yeah you were on the waiting list. That's what's up. I, I, I appreciate that. Though. Yeah, no that may, I mean, I'm so excited to be there. Honestly. Oh, we're Just, excited to have you. Thank you, man. And uh, yeah, it's it's we we don't do it small. So come see us. We'll be a big obnoxious booth with lights and coffins and weights and all kinds of shit. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Hey, I'm gonna have to still lift that weekend. Yes, you are. As my personal uh, guru of lifting now. That's right, yeah, I got <laughs> you I got you under the old wing. Yeah, and Adam will be up there, our, our boy the taco king, so you, yeah, have, to, you have to keep yeah. us in shape. I, tr- I, uh, I worked with him this morning. Nice. Yeah, re- uh, reevaluated him, got him on a new program. He's doing yeah. so well, man. Uh, he's he's a good guy and he's a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to our Adam. He's yeah. he's great and uh, yeah, I, I love being the low key trainer of the Pittsburgh horror community. Yeah. I got Greg on a plan too. He does it at home. Well, nice. He tells me he does. He doesn't really do it, but I hope he does. He better be. Greg DJ <laughs> DJ Vinyl Remains is uh is our boy. Yeah, he'll be doing. He'll, he'll be, be the DJ Saturday night at the party. Saturday night yeah. and Friday night is live bands, right? Oh yeah, we have. I'll tell you, and this is. This is why I love Pittsburgh and the community. And I hope it didn't sound before when I said like oh, people won't go through tunnels oh, and no, stuff. It didn't, but people you're right. are supportive. It's just tough. It and um, but I was contacted within days after us announcing that the convention was back by uh, a gentleman who his his performance name is Ghost the Demented. G H O Z T. Oh man, that's how you should, should spell it. Full in. But he's part of a, a label, Brutal Business Entertainment, in the okay. Western PA area. And uh, these guys, I mean, first of all, I listen to a lot of their stuff, and their production's good. I mean, these guys are good. They're good performers, but they all want to be part of it. So there's guy Skippy Ickham, um, the grimy ones. Jeez, uh, I can't even read some of this stuff. That's how you know it's true if you can't read the logo. It's true hardcore. Oh, yeah, nine-stitch method. And it's horrorcore is the primary I mean, music. We'll, I mean, we'll eat that up, man. And then they've got they've got the Babes. Brutal Business Entertainment will be there. So, I mean, you yeah. can never go wrong with Babes. No, nah, man. But these guys... We're hoping to bring some in. But these guys are awesome. They contacted us um, and said, we want to do this. We want to be part of it. We want to get Horror Realm back growing and... Uh, they offered their services, and you know I'm gonna, you know, tell you right now. They said we don't want anything to do this. We just want to be part of it. Brilliant. I mean, how many people? Oh, I, I can't tell you the amount of emails I get. 
hey, I'd like to bring this service to you, blah, 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 it'll be cool if you're a convention. Okay, well, tell me more details. Well, you can give me $1,000, and I'll set up and take these photos for you. Hey, good for you for being out there trying to get the business, but you got to know your audience, and yeah. we're a small little show, and, you know, I couldn't afford I couldn't afford these guys if I went out and <laughs> found rate, eight, yeah. eight, eight, eight performers. Right. Um, you know, for them, yeah, man. Shout out to them. We'll I'll link their info yeah, to in the in this uh, definitely in this podcast. I'll link everything. All the vendors, everything will be in the show cool. notes for this. So everybody can that. go to the website and all that. And I'll get support. you a full list of vendors if you wanna. Yeah, man. I'll um, yeah, we're gonna link it all up. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, takes one to know one, man. You gotta support. Oh so, yeah. yeah. It's not all about this stupid shit. It's oh, about I make, everyone. I the vendors. I, I they're the most important people to me because you know what? You don't put on a convention without them. Mm-hmm. The those people give you your give you their money sometimes a year in advance yeah and they trust in you and you're using that money to buy plane tickets or put deposits on hotels i mean make the show as best it can be you you owe so much to the vendors without them most shows don't exist and i don't like how they're treated in some places to be honest with you attest to that one hey you had some experiences a little bit yeah, uh, not calling anybody out, but a little bit. Yeah, nothing, nothing it's serious, it's not you know. uncommon. It's, no. it's uh, and I think a lot of people forget that again. Like I said, they're giving you their money so that you can build something. You're and right. You, you, that's you, how it works, no matter what field you're in, really. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I put a lot of cash in my pocket each convention. I make sure I buy something from every every vendor before the weekend's out. It's wonderful, man. So do I, man. I really do try to support and buy at least. I mean, I can't, I don't know, I'm not going to lie and say I buy something from every vendor, but I try to, or at least, you know, swap business info, just yeah. stay in touch. And like those, a lot of those people, vendors at horror shows are the most passionate, coolest people yeah. to work with. And they just will do a lot of like, I met, can't tell you how many artists I've met that are going to work on designs for me just at shows and stuff. And they just, a lot of times just want to do it for free and get their name out oh, there. Yeah. And that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, and I is. feel the same way about, you know, anybody that wants to collaborate with us, like, I'm, my head's not too big to be in the room, you yeah. know. Like, what well, any time. Well, you know? I'm hoping the vendors have a successful show. We've always had a weird dynamic at our convention with where Saturday they're sweating it. Fridays, I'm uh, we're working on this part of why we're doing this uh, performers on Friday night because Fridays are slow. Pittsburgh, that's the other thing I found. They're one dayers for these things. They don't. Yeah, like I see that. They don't make it a weekend, which is cool. That's so you just have to learn your audience. Right. So Fridays are okay. Saturdays are good, but the vendors will be like, "Yeah, but you know, not as much as they normally do at most shows on a Saturday." And then the, and then they'll always be like, "And tomorrow's Sunday, so you don't do anything." I'm like, "Just hold on." That's not true, dude. I've done so well on Sundays. I feel well, like our our I can't tell you how many of the vendors on Sunday because I'll tell them, "Hold on, you wait for Sunday because." We do a little special for Sundays to try to get more people in. Okay. And the uh, so many of them will come to me. You were right. I can't believe it. This Sunday, this turned into one of my better weekends I've had all year vending. And, See that? Um, and it's not what I, it's not a mystery what we do. We've always felt that Sunday's a little bit lesser of a show than Friday and Saturday are because sometimes guests have to get going on a flight. Um, it's a shorter day. We're not going to have a party that night. So we offer a discounted one-day ticket for um, Sunday. Nothing wrong with that. And we also have always kept it. When you think about when we started that show, that, that convention, it was right after market crash. A lot of people were out of work. Yeah, so it was always kind of like, if we can do this on Sundays for people, not everybody has 
you know, money to do all these things. This will let everybody maybe have a chance that wants to come to come and and the vendors then usually by the end of Sunday they're like, yeah. So I'm hoping actually we don't deal with that because I don't I don't like them stressing. I hope Saturday like, man, this is a great weekend and then Sunday is just cherry on top. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm I always love look forward to Sundays. I make it like I take it as a challenge. You yeah. Know? People say like it's a bad day, but I always Sunday is my favorite day of the week. Yeah. It's always a good turnout. Pittsburghers I feel like come out on Sundays, man. They we, do. We we go out uh, whether you know. Some of us heathens go to church. Some go to the strip district and walk around. You know, we get out there on Sundays. I work every Sunday, but as long as I, there's not I a love game. Sundays. As long as there's not a Steelers. Yeah. And uh, there won't be because the Super Bowl is today. So that's going to be done. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't even watch it. Do you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward you, to you it. You're going to hang out here? Yeah. I'm going to watch up, it in the I'm... horror in the scary room? No, I'll watch it downstairs. I'll get up and dance to Jennifer Lopez at halftime. I'll check out Jennifer Lopez at halftime, then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's her and Shakira, and yeah, we'll see how that goes. But no, I have fun with I like football. I like watching football. Yeah, you're a sports fan, right? Yeah. Good yeah. for you, man. Do you ever get any uh, sports horror crossover in, um, in, into your shows at all? The closest we had was a few years ago when we were at that Crown Plaza in Green Tree. Yeah. Before we moved to the Double Tree. The one uh, agent that I was working with, he also had um, Major Harris, who was a quarterback at West Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, he and Major's been in a couple of this guy's films that he. That, um, yeah, Larry's why do made. I know that name, Major Harris? Maybe because there's a guy, Larry Partemeyer, I can't say it correctly, um, from West Virginia, who's made a couple independent horror films. So maybe oh, you've seen it on Facebook I'm and sure stuff. I have, yeah. And Major's been in them, and uh, he's like. Like I'm, I can bring Major out on Sunday, so that's the closest we've had to some crossover. We'll take it. That's awesome. Yeah, and Major, and you know, I grew up watching him, and I liked West Virginia University. My uncle played for them way back when, and uh, so getting to meet Major Harris was as exciting as meeting Tony Moran for me. Or yeah, dude, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. yeah, you never know who's a horror fan, man. They run deep. When exactly. they are, they'll gravitate. Doesn't matter what area of the, of the world they're in. Exactly. So that's that's cool to hear, man. Yeah. What uh what else we got planned for horror realm going on right now? Anything you're anything you're doing that we should know about? Oh, I mean, at this point, it's the the push is on us to do what we need to do to try to get people out. Um, you know, billboards start this week, so if you're around town, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, keep an eyeball peeled. And um, we'll be around. I'm handing out flyers. I'm appreciate that. I'll yeah. tell you the, the you know street team. I always call it the street team. Absolutely. The people asking for flyers this year, tremendous. You know, they've been so helpful. I, physically can't do what is necessary to get flyers everywhere I'd like to. And, uh, yeah, it's impossible. I remember back in the day when I'd be pushing my kids around in a double stroller, dropping these things off at stores and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, I put in the energy, but I couldn't. I mean, between having my own company and just don't have enough hours in the day. And, and people want to help. You know, that's one thing you realize after a while. People want to help. Let them help. Absolutely. It makes them feel like part of things. I'm so honored to help, man. I appreciate that. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to it, more than just any other show. Like, I've done the big shows, and I'm like, it's fun, whatever, but, like, I'm over it. Like, I like these kind of shows, so we're we're looking forward to it, and anything we can do, and I know, uh, I was just at Vinyl Remains the other day. Nice. Bought some some interesting stuff. I always leave there with the most ridiculous collection of records. He's the best. But, um, he, uh... That's actually what I wanted wanted to talk about when you first said something about a video store. Like I can see him doing that. Oh yeah. And, and like having like a vinyl slash video store 
No sure. pressure, Greg. I'm talking to him on the podcast tomorrow. He's, oh, gonna, he's coming on. Yeah, sweet. so we're going to talk about what he's going to do for It'll the show. It'll be a much better podcast. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, you know, he could do it, and especially he and, and you've met his wife. Yeah. She's awesome. And she is. The, uh, between the two of them, they're, um, the best. they're so creative, but they also have good business minds. Mm-hmm. It, they're a deadly combination in a good way. They really are. They do yeah. really well. They yeah. own a bar in New York still, yeah. and they kill it, and they live here. They're, yeah. yeah. And uh, I love that. I mean, not even just because me and Greg are friends, but like I think that's the best record store, hands down. Oh, I agree. City. I mean. I agree. And in most cities, I mean, I've been to. A, I'm kind of a nerd. I go to record stores in new cities and nice. stuff. And I, man, we're we're blessed here with that. We are blessed with record stores in general yeah. in the Western PA. But Greg's, and again, it's not because he's my friend. But Vinyl Remains is my favorite because this is horrible. Uh, probably to some people, I'm, they probably don't think I'm a true record collector. I'm, I like that I can actually sit there and look at the records and. Some of these stores, my gosh, trying to dig through what they have, they've got selection. Too much of it. Yeah, it takes you five hours. It takes you five hours to get to something you like. Right. And I don't have the patience for that. Neither do I. Yeah. He has a, I wouldn't say he has a small inventory. And again, we're going to talk about everything about him tomorrow on the show, but um, it's a very quality inventory. And I love how he focuses on soundtracks a lot. Yeah. Cool he's, horror he's, soundtracks. He's, he's, found his niches he's very good and i appreciate that it's not a record store for everybody because not everybody likes soundtracks but most people like what he's got yeah man i I always leave there with a combination of like a horror soundtrack like a funk or soul record and then like he always has some like metal album that's obscure save for me he's the best my last my last visit picked up friday 13th part six me too um picked up picked up a couple a couple other horror soundtracks Tears for Fears song from the big chair. There we go. And uh, Debbie Gibson out of the blue. No, yeah, see? I'm an 80s boy still. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you give me those old 80s albums too. You eat them up, man. That's oh, great. Yeah, me so, too, dude. So it's, yeah, my, my, my combination of stuff is usually very weird from there. It's always, yeah, I got Discharge, Curtis Mayfield, and nice. uh, like all kinds of different stuff the last time I was in. Was that, it's always like is that. Is that that Fly album? The Superfly? Superfly album? Yeah. I have, that's a good. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Soundtrack Superfly. With the uh, Fold yeah, man. The, the, like the little, um, I'm trying to think. I haven't looked at it for a while, but it's the Superfly folds out, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's a nice album. That's a great album. Yeah, yeah. Curtis Mayfield's a shit. I, I rotate between that and Satan music all day long. Nice. It's like the two sides of my personality. I hear you. If you looked at my playlist, it goes almost identical. What's your favorite horror soundtrack? Well, Halloween. <laughs> of course. Besides Halloween. Um. Night, the you know I don't I don't know if I can pick a favorite two that I go to all the time, uh, Night of the Living Dead, which I watch that movie at least once a week, and Phantasm. Oh yeah, dude, those, I have that on vinyl too. Do you? Yeah, have oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I go to those all the time. Then get me the uh, Italian, Giallo um, films, the, the synth. Yeah, yeah man, I love that stuff. Yeah. I like uh, my favorite one from that genre is uh, I always say this title wrong, probably Tenebre. Oh yeah, is that how you say it? Tenebre? I always call it Tenebre. Tenebre. <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm I can't remember if I'm saying it correctly or if I decided on purpose to say it in a dumb way because one of my friends on that chat room yeah. that was his screen name. Yeah. And I was busting his balls on something, so I may have just changed it into saying it like that because he didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. So either way, <laughs> no matter what I 
dumb accent you say it with, I think that is the most underrated soundtrack, maybe, it's in all of horror. To I be agree. honest, it's great. And uh, yeah. I love The Beyond as well. Oh, The Beyond's great. That soundtrack is yeah. top tier. Yeah. Obviously, Suspiria. Even on Tom York's Suspiria soundtrack for the new one is amazing. I was, I'm not surprised by Tom York. I was just surprised in uh, general. I, I was too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that, you know another uh, the church not as well known as the other films we're talking about. Have you uh, listened to that soundtrack? I have not. No, oh, uh, yeah. Back there, maybe I'll throw it on when we're done here. There we go. It's pretty good. That's good. That's what those are the moments I live for. Yeah, discovering a horror soundtrack. What What is the church? I don't even know if I've seen that movie. I don't think I've seen it either. You just know the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I have. Oh, I, I have the movie. Yeah. Um, and I might end up watching and be like, oh yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, no, that happens. I'm sometimes. so I'm so disorganized right now that. Yeah, your uh, your uh, wall of films are not in alphabetical order. No, I, that's because I kept going. Like I said, I've gone back and forth with the vision. So they were all off the shelf in bins for a little while. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just busting your balls. Oh, They're these are uh, incredibly strange video shelves. Are they? Yeah. When he was closing the store, Bruce, uh, he was he's a friend, and that's beautiful. He's like, who needs shelves? I'm like, I do. It's always awesome to have a piece of history with you yeah. in your in your scary room. Of course, they were in my son's room for a while, so that's where the green paint came from. That's cool, but uh, yeah. So a little shout out to John. He's the man. <laughs> so a little bit, of, a little bit of incredibly strange video still alive here. That's great, man. Yeah. You got a good collection. This is a good room, and thanks. Hey, man. Hey, you're pouring your fandom and your passion into your work, and that's what speaks volumes, man. That's what we try to do, and that's what you're inspiring, man. That's I great. Appreciate it. Keep yeah. it, keep going. Yeah. Don't don't let it don't let it stop, man. Ah, uh, we won't. You working on anything else besides the horror realm conventions and the? In the horror world, you just keep no. it on, keep it on. Just keep on, keep it on. You know, my movie days are, movie theater days are behind me currently, but yeah, hopefully that'll be revived at some point. Yeah. But yeah, two years ago this week, we did that John Carpenter Fest. No way. Yeah, that was a good time. If that was two years ago already. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, well, for those who don't know, I used to be in charge of the Hollywood Theater Yeah. when so it was had a lot of up fun. and running. That was great, man. I took so many... Uh, so well, I was gonna say so many drugs and went. I did back in the day. <laughs> I went to see all those, all those old horror movies and uh, yeah, that was my prime time. That was a date spot. That was that was a great place to take a take a lady because nice. like, dude, that was like my teenage years and like that's what I wanted to do was go see horror movies. Nice. And like I'm like we're going to Hollywood to see this fucked up shit. We had we had at least yeah. one almost every week. <laughs> that was yeah, man, it was great and the Rocky horrors were great. And... Oh yeah. Even the uh, you got new when you got new shit there too. There was like avant garde, like um, Good Night Mommy. Yeah, remember that one? Oh, that yeah. was cool. The Autopsy of Jane Doe, yeah. like all those like up and coming ones. It follows all that yep. there. Yeah, we had we great. had the when Magnet had that little stretch with Hobo with a shotgun, yeah, and Troll Hunter those. and stuff. We had all those Rubber. <laughs> Rubber was great. That? Yeah, yeah. The, um, what's that director's name? Quinton something. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, he made something with a. Uh, Marilyn Manson was in it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah he's real weird and into that whole thing. Yeah, That's so great. it was a good time, and you know, era or you know, time passes, eras change. You know, so but and it will happen again. Maybe someday. maybe get back into a theater again. Yeah, so. I just uh, I just saw on the last day I saw Color Out of Space down at the Harris. That's right. You were telling me you were gonna try to. Yes, I managed to go see it the last it? showing. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, man. It was. It's totally fun. You should totally check it out. I can't wait to see it. The I soundtrack's just great. Nicholas Cage is out of his fucking mind he always is. in the I best way. Yeah. Yeah. 
That director's awesome. Tommy Chong's in it. His character, is he really? Yeah, his character's great. I don't want to say too much about it and spoil it for people, but right. yeah, definitely check it out. And yeah, I saw Joe down there and did the Harris. Was, nice. Yeah, said so what's up to him. He's uh, he's holding it down. Good. Yeah, he has a good eye for movies like that. And I'll tell you, I don't know why anybody ever tries to cast Nicolas Cage in anything except Out of His Mind. Because yeah, he's, he's he? the best. He is the best out of his Don't mind. try to put him in a serious role. I mean, he does fine, but... We used to do better, I would say. Yeah, but we only have it. so much time. Uh, we all, all of us only have so much time when you start to put him in those and roles then, where he's just balls to the wall. And I feel like that's what he wants to do, too. Like, you can tell he was into it. Yeah. Like, he was having a good time doing what he was nice. doing. I can't wait you know? to see it. It's like kind of like The Thing, in a way. It's it's beautiful. It's a wonderful yeah. movie. Yeah, you would love it. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, and... um. What else did I see? I'm not. I'm usually not one for new movies, but I saw two this week. I saw Parasite yesterday. I haven't seen that yet either. Which Man, is, it's yeah. amazing. I think I'm gonna. You gotta look at my schedule. It's showing out at uh, AMC this week. It's at the Galleria. Well, I'm. I'm thinking AMC has a thirty-five dollar pass for the week, and it's all the Best Picture nominees. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't so, see many of them. I only saw I think Once Upon a so, Time and Parasite. I saw Once Upon a Time and Joker. Oh, I saw Joker too. Yeah, um, but I that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. So. How'd you feel about the Joker? I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. I don't know if it was you know quite as amazing as everyone's making it out to be, but I dug it. I liked I how think, I liked it was dark. I think his performance was his defi- performance definitely the, was the best. The part. movie itself above average. Yeah. Not a best picture, but no, his performance is like best actor level type. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think. I think, based on what I've seen, Parasite, hands down, best picture. Really? It was a, it's like filmmaking 101. Like, uh, it's like Stanley Kubrick, it's Cronenberg, it's like a whole lot I of things wait. going on. Yeah. So many different elements that just make it... It's over two hours, but it's like one of those movies I felt like it was an hour long, because you're right. so into it, and the, for me, that's like the test of a good movie. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm, I get bored so easy. I, I've gotten to that point where, yeah, it's that's how I know if I like a movie or not. If, if I sit there and I'm not looking at the watch. But yeah. now sometimes an hour and a half movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, when's this going to end? Yeah. Because I'm not patient. I have either. trouble sitting still. and if it, Got shit to do. If man. it's not a good movie. I mean, even if it's a good movie, but it's not really catching, you know, hooking you. Right. Yeah. But no, I want, I'm... I will see Parasite this week one way or the other. You should. Just I'm deciding that on that. Right now. Just deciding if I want to try to hit all the nominees. That would be cool. It includes the uh, nominees for Best Shorts also. They're doing a day of that. Oh, are they? I like short films. Me too. Yeah. Again, so. that's probably the ADD. Yeah. It's the ADD talking yeah. to the short films. I don't know if I have ADD, but I was told no, I by a therapist do. that they think, <laughs> that I have, uh, they think I have ADHD inattentive. What does that mean? Um... That basically my that I can be very easily distracted or okay yeah or yeah I'm either super into things or I want nothing to do with them yeah I have really little in between yeah that's kind of what it's similar than to what they told me they think I have like I like, yeah they think I have I, everything well this therapist I was talking to it was just casual and oh yeah talking to me they're like you probably have blah 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 and you probably had it your whole life but you figured out how to operate around it because uh-huh. I'm like at this point who cares I mean I got my business I'm successful I'm not going to sit here and talk to somebody about fixing they're like in school it would have made your life easier I'm like yeah it probably would have because well, late hit that's yeah. what I said too all the stuff that they were telling me when I thought about how to apply to school I'm like yeah that really and that's I, how I was as a student true yeah I just use mine to help others now nice <laughs> that's how that goes yeah 
I'm good. So anyhow, good we got off fun. on a tangent. We, we always go off on tangents here. <laughs> That's how we do it. What's yeah. uh, what are your essentials horror movies wise? Oh, you mean like my if I was gonna be on an island, I have to have them. Absolutely, your favorites. Halloween, like if I narrowed it down to five. Yeah. Halloween would have to be their Night of Living Dead, Classic. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Interesting um, choice. I, it's my favorite. Um, Is it your favorite Universal? Favorite Universal, your favorite classic. Um, you know, those are the ones I always. I probably would still have to have Phantasm. Oh, fuck yeah. And then this is one that, not for whatever reason, it's not as beloved and as well known, but Carnival of Souls. Oh, yeah. I, I love that movie. Um, that's one of my favorite, favorite horror films, so. I need it's to have close. a little of the old, a little of the newer. I love the old, man. Yeah, as I'm much as I like it. some of the new stuff we're getting now, I don't need that if I'm... I need my, I need my core stuff. What is... Well, well, yeah, building on that, what's some of the newer stuff that you like? Like, do you have a... I know it's kind of like an on-the-spot question, but do you have, like, a kind of a top five of the decade or something, anything like that of the that are new that you'd recommend? Because I really am bitter about new movies. Like, it takes a lot for me to, like, like them. And I don't know why. It's something I'm working on. Music, I'll devour. Movies, I, I you really gotta like keep my attention for me to like it. I can't. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I could build a list of favorites. And I've reflected on this a little. What I think it is. I don't know if it goes back to the like, you know, your parents like, oh, your music's crap, and it might and listen to That's my stuff. That's what I try to not do. Like I don't know if we get to a stage where we kind of have built our, our core and everything else. You might still enjoy the new stuff, but it doesn't, it can't break through that wall. Right. And I sometimes find that, that maybe with the, the new stuff, um, you know, cause I like these movies, but I don't find myself watching them four five, six times after they come out on Blu-ray or, uh, and I'll revisit some of them, but it's not, I'll revisit my old stuff over and over again before, yeah. Yeah, but sure. I but I watched the news. I want to keep up with it, and everyone. I'm trying to think of anything that's just even stood out to me recently. I mean, the era of the like kind of late two thousands, yeah. late early two thousands, like that whole era when, because I was kind of a teenager, preteen when that was happening, and I thought all these all those movies were really cool, like uh, Rob Zombies and the Saw movies and the Hostel yeah. movies and. The Descent came out. Descent was you awesome. Know, shit like that. Yeah, see, I love Descent, but I don't revisit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. And um, Alex Aja's films, High Tension, The Hills yeah. Have Eyes remake, which I think is one of the best remakes Great ever. Great remake. Um, yeah. That whole kind of era was cool to me, and I don't know if that's just because I was a kid and like, and, like dug it, or like revisiting them now, they might not have the same impact, but I still hold them pretty high. See, I would think those would kind of be like My Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> You yeah, know, you're, yeah, yeah, you're a remake because again, it's that age that I think where it kind of becomes your your base, right? Um, though House of a Thousand Corpses, that is one that I revisit quite a bit. That's cool. It's cool. I it's like a Rob movie. Zombie music video kind of come to life. He did a great job with that. I wish he would find his way back, back to, to a that. movie like that. Which fun? It's funny because he's most critical of that one, of his little trilogy. Yeah, and it's like that was your best one. Devil's Rejects, very cool movie watched it many times but it's not groundbreaking for me i mean it's it's like so many exploitation 
Yeah, that's kind of like what he his his love letter to exploitation yeah. films. Yeah, and what he I did a great job. He fucking nailed it. Yeah, Three from Hell. I'll probably never watch again. Dude, I liked Three from Hell did a you? lot. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Did you? I I I challenge you to watch it again, and we could talk about it. I'll I'll watch it one more time, but uh, and I'll go open. I'll go into it open minded, but yeah. um, you know, I I just uh, I'm a Rob Zombie nerd. I like Rob Zombie. Do you? I appreciate his passion for horror. I appreciate that he's trying to give us something new, different. Um, people would argue he's not giving us things new sometimes. I mean, I, that's but true. even the Halloween remake, um, I like. I like backstory. Like when something's established and I'm a fan of it, I like. You know, how did how did we get to this point? So I liked his take on how Michael Myers became Michael Myers. I did as well. I. Uh... I would have honestly liked it better. Did you know that was originally pitched as two films? Like, he wanted to do the young version, that, yeah. and then he wanted to do basically a remake yeah. of John Carpenter's film, and they wouldn't let him do it, so it kind of feels like two movies smushed together. Right. And that's my critique, is I liked the beginning, and then it just felt like a regurgitated John Carpenter film. That's always said. The first half, yeah. I think, is a great movie. The second half, I could just turn it off and watch. Right. Yeah. And I, But his Halloween 2, I love. I think because this is his. I think that's his vision, and I think it's like I just really unique. Uh, that's that's the thing about that movie is a lot of people go back and forth. Yeah. It's like you don't know whether you love it or hate it. Yeah. But it's a Rob Zombie movie for sure. Oh yeah. And that's yeah. why I, I like that. His other ones, I love the Lords of Salem. The only one I really can say that I don't like at all is Thirty One. I that I had such high hopes. Yeah, that's and... the only thing. That's the only one that I was like the whole time. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Um, hate hate to say it. But... I agree. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, because I thought it was going to be cool. It's, I mean, it sounds like, how could you go wrong? Right. <laughs> you know, Rob Zombie doing a movie about murderous clowns yeah. with chainsaws, and you're trapped in, like, yeah, it's like Saw-type environment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about this new Saw movie coming out with Chris Rock, right? Do you know anything about that? I briefly heard something I don't know enough about. I, Neither do I. I'm That's curious. That's I was asking you, because I just heard Chris Rock's involved, and it's a new Saw movie already. I think it's awesome that Saw established such a franchise, because not a lot of franchises in horror anymore. Um, no. You know, Scream kind of did, and Saw, nobody else has really gone, most things don't go beyond two films. Oh, right. uh, well... I shouldn't say that the the paranormals and stuff like that the the ghosty things have done pretty I hate good. Those, though. Uh, some of them I like, some I don't. Which ones do you like? Um, I'm trying to think. I liked I liked the first Paranormal Activity just because it was something. I agree. And with they you. did a good job. And then. I liked the first Conjuring, and that's I think where I stopped. I enjoyed the first Conjuring. I usually the firsts I like. A lot of them shouldn't go beyond the first. Well, there's just I feel like there's so many of them. Yeah. Like, every horror movie that's new is, like, a paranormal movie, right. like, jump scare fest. And yeah. it's like, oh, man, like, how many times can they do the same thing? And I like paranormal, but I wish it was, yeah, I wish there was, hey, we got a cool paranormal movie coming out, we got a cool slasher movie coming out, which we don't get many slasher movies anymore. No, dude, what was the last new slasher movie? I mean, there's been a lot of them, but the, like I think Prominent the one that was released in, like, a theater? The one, and I don't even know if it was actually released in more than small theater run best the best one uh in the last 10 years or so has been the hatchet movies are the closest to true true slasher like trying to revisit that type of film i mean i think i think they've done he's done the best job with that 
that might have been the last thing I saw at the Hollywood was Victor Crowley when he oh, was yeah. doing the Q and A. Yeah, how cool that, that were was, able to get yeah, Adam Green there. He was so cool, man. Yeah, he was. I wish I was doing Death Comes Lifting at the time and would have got a picture with him and all that shit. Oh, that would he would have loved it. Yeah, yeah. Next time we'll get it. He's the coolest guy, and that's another one like you, like us. You know, it's just a, a fan. He is he's, a fan. He's a true fan. He's just doing his thing from the music to yeah. the the movies and you know. Yeah. Him working with uh, Kane Hodder is probably just like a dream come true for oh, him. Yeah. You could just tell, and that's infectious. Oh, know, yeah. Regardless whether you love the movies or not. I think they were good, though. And I mean, you had Daniel Harrison, the first one. Was it the first one she was in? Second. Second? Third, I always uh, loved Daniel Harrison. she in Harris. the fourth, too? No, she was just in one of them. Right? Yeah, because I think she was killed in the first one. Or, I mean, the second, her, her parents, wasn't she killed in part two? It's been a long time. Yeah. No, she shot him at the end. She shot Victor Crowley in the face with the chainsaw at the end. You're right. And I think she came back in four, right? She wasn't in three? You, I think you are right, yeah. I yeah. can't remember. I liked, I liked the second one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the second yeah. one's great. I might have to watch Hatchet 2 instead of the Super Bowl later. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. See, that's the problem. Is I'll watch the Super Bowl, and then I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll watch a horror film now. Yeah. This is what kills my sleep. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a struggle. That's a struggle, especially when you get up early to work out tomorrow. Yeah, 7 a.m. That's what we're doing, I'll man. I'll be there. That's awesome, man. Yeah, hopefully this will be the day I finally have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I say that every day. It hasn't worked out yet. No, man, I enjoy, I enjoy working out with you, man. I'm, I'm honored, man. I'm glad you're... I'm glad you're taking the step to I do that, brother. It. Yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate it. You've been it. on your, a little bit of a health journey yourself for the yeah. past couple of years, right? Oh, well, actually, really, just since last September. I mean, hey. Losing weight, getting back in shape, man. Yeah, Fighting played, fire with fire. Yeah, played tennis this morning. How'd that go? Not bad. Yeah, man, not you're bad. killing it. We're going to work on your footwork tomorrow. Yeah, all right. We'll do. Oh, we're not doing the. No, I'm just fucking with you. Okay. We'll do everything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do everything, man. That's cool. But yeah, no, I, I like going to the gym and it's kind of cool just by pure dumb luck, you know, with uh, Taco King down there and everything. I mean, now we've got a little. We got a little group community. of our. I need. The, I always. I feel bad. I forget his name. I want him to come too. Oh, Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah, that's his name. Mike. Yeah. I hope he does. We're gonna we're gonna call him out on the podcast and have him come say what's up. He'll be brutalizing those way. I mean, that, that boy is strong. I know. That's why I want to I want to work with him. Uh, the horror community needs a trainer, and I'm I'm stepping up to the plate. Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Why not? Yeah. We. I mean, we are very sedentary uh, type of person, so uh, we could use some trainers. The thing is, I was I'm am the same. You know, I don't. You know, I never want to be put on this pedestal of physical fitness, especially like. In my early years, I mean, all I did was sit around, eat shit, yeah. watch movies, drink, yeah. you know? So, I mean, even if you're skinny and pull that off, that's not healthy. Right. You know? So, I do it for myself just as much as anybody else. I, You know, there's nothing I want to do more than sit around and watch movies and listen to music that's all good. fucking day and eat popcorn. And I'm, I'm on. I mean, seriously. So, I, I oh, fight yeah. it every day, man. Well, it's good that you did that because I've always been, I'm actually happy my body does what it does, getting out of shape. Because I know where things stand. Like the skinny guys, unfortunately, like you guys do the same, similar lifestyles. And then I've seen the 56 year old all of a sudden die. They're the ones who have the heart attacks because I never gained any weight. I was always able to eat what I want. And Yeah. Um, Your blood work will tell you something different, it's, though. It's, a, it's good in a way that my body, and I mean, you recognize that you needed to change it anyway, but. And a lot of it's mental too, for, yeah. for mental health. You know, yeah. it's, it's you need that release. You need oh. you need to move. You, you feel so much something. better. Yeah, and if you can do it in a yeah. shirt you like, or listen to music you like, or in a way that's presented to you that's yeah. not like 
jock douchebag like i feel like that's what's yeah. good about the gym that's what's we, yeah that's, that's the community there's good people like down there Absolutely. i mean even if they're not horror fans they're just it's nice people they're real people yeah yeah and you're not going to be judged based on anything yeah. at all you can tell it's totally a comfortable environment so if we we're, get glad, enough, we're glad to have you well thank you if we get enough horror fans maybe they'll let us have like a black mass workout some night at like midnight oh yeah that'd be awesome i think that i think they will <laughs> cracking up cranking up some soundtracks yeah and... man oh yeah that's definitely in motion that's <laughs> definitely that's definitely a plan i have wouldn't that be Stay fun tuned. yeah man i want to uh uh dude i have so many plans for for the next level of death comes lifting i want to have my own my own gym nice and um we're in the middle of my buddy works for a um he does video editing and uh and he's in austin texas right now and he's really talented but i'm a working with him on shooting um, like kind of an instructional kind of uh, workout videos or even like documentary style workout videos but in the uh, form of like a a silent like 1920s horror movie oh that's sweet you know like have like uh you know, like Nosferatu, how they have like yeah. dialogue flashes, but like it would be like a workout instruction, and then like kind of take you through the workout like that with like a badass soundtrack. That's shit. sweet. Yeah, 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 we got we got a multimedia thing brewing up, man. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for your support, brother. Yeah, oh, that's what it's all about. It is what it's all yeah. about. Yeah, man. That's why we all have a lot more fun. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah make make a little money doing it. Won't, won't hurt anybody either, but it just gets funneled back into the community. If you ask me. Yeah, and then March. Growing it. March 6th through the 8th, we'll have a lot of fun. March 6th through the 8th, Horror Realm. Better be there, better show up. Any closing remarks on Horror Realm that you was wanting to know? No, I mean, well, of course, website, horrorrealmcon.com. It's all going to be linked in this. But no, just, uh, you know, if you're in the area or can drive to the area, check it out. Um, You know, don't be afraid to approach me and say hi because I want to get to know everybody and... You know, I have time for everybody, just because it's a busy weekend. You uh, really do, man. You're great yeah. about that. And so we'll have fun, grow this thing absolutely. back to what it was. Maybe, maybe someday even a little bigger. This is true, but not I, at, not at a convention center. Definitely not at a convention center. Uh, just big hotels. Big hotels. And yeah. Actually, looking at your uh, your tattoos right now, it gave me an idea. Do you ever have a tattoo artist at your conventions? We usually do, and uh, we're gonna have one there. Uh, Pittsburgh Tattoo Company. Are you gonna have them there? They're this gonna week? be there. They'll be doing tattoos. No like shit. flash art tattoos. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we had them at the last couple. At, uh, actually, they were even at one of the Crown Plaza shows. Yeah, my daughter's trying to get me to sign off on it. She's only 17. Sign off on getting her, letting her get a tattoo. What she want? I might get one. I don't know why, because she's not getting a freaking tattoo. I've been, looking to add to, I've been looking to add to my little sleeve. Oh, one of these days soon, real soon, because I haven't had a new tattoo in four years. Yeah. One of these days soon, I'm going crazy, like getting both arms finished finally yeah and then i'm gonna start working on a back piece fuck yeah i just have to decide do you know what that's the problem yeah I, that is the issue i don't i want to do something huge i don't want to do bits and pieces on my back yeah uh want, sometimes i think about creature from the black lagoon when he's standing over julie adam julie adams on the beach and this is purely for my happiness of course why else would it who else would it be for yeah i've thought about king kong um, you would be badass with a King Kong yeah, tattoo, dude. I think that would be cool. <laughs> For sure. Either on that when they have him on that stage, he's ripping off the uh, ripping out of the chains. For sure. Um, those those two, and then um, you know, I just go back and forth with other little things. Every once would be like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, I mean, the cover of like Return of the Living Dead would be cool on your. Absolutely. Yeah. Any. Like uh, I don't think you can go wrong with horror tattoos. Yeah. I want. Uh, 
I want some like Lovecraft type shit. I want some tentacles. Nice. I want some Cthulhu's. Sweet. Yeah, I want some eyeballs. That'd <laughs> like, be awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I also want Leatherface. And Leatherface will end up. This is my slasher-ish. Like, so I have Michael Myers so far. Yeah. Um. And here's gonna be Freddy. And then I'm gonna get either here. There'll be a Jason mask. I just have to decide which one. And then there's gonna be Leatherface. So I'm going to hit the main four in this thing, and then we'll see what I can get up on the shoulder, and maybe Pinhead gets in there and things like Sweet. that. Yeah. All right. Well, now now the wheels are spinning. I might have to get a tattoo at Horror Realm. That'd be sweet. So come out and check that out. Yeah. And watch me get inked up live. I'm going to have to think about think about that now. Oh. I think he does, they do like little shit, like flash stuff. Yeah. 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 So, because um, just for time. Yeah. Purposes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. do like so that usually, eight hour piece. They usually create a cool sheet of different little horror stuff. And, That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, Good yeah, I've, I've been lucky. My, I even won a couple tattoo contests. Yeah. With my. Uh, one was my Kyrshawn, you know, from Night of the Living Dead yeah. for black and white. And then the other, this, which I need to get him touched up because it's, you know, it's been a while. Tar man. My tar man. The, when he's when he's cleaned up, filled in, the colors are popping. And, Where'd you get all that done at? A uh, place called uh, Human Production on South Park Road. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, Ben, ben Merrill. He's an awesome, yeah, awesome I've heard, artist. I've heard that name many times. Yeah, and uh, it just his details. People love the these were real tattoo artists that did the judging. It was at conventions, and they they like his detail. He's good. My man. Good. I need to get this one touched up too, cause you know how it fades. But the flowers on her dress, he did such an awesome job. I just need to get it. And I haven't been it's good. Nice with, I haven't been good with chick. The, yeah. I haven't been good with the sunscreen either. Get out on the beach flexing. Oh yeah, I'm a beach bum, and yeah. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, brother. Oh, thank you for inviting me on. I we'll have enjoyed to do it. it again, man. Just you know, this was for horror Anytime. realm promotion, but I would love just to bullshit and talk horror with you for two yeah. hours and music and all that stuff. We can go on all day, man. I but know. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, yeah. for sure. Come yeah. check it out, March sixth through eighth. Everything you need to know will be linked below or beside it or wherever the fuck you're looking at it from. It'll be there. Find it. See you tomorrow with Greg of Vinyl Remains. Check it. Thanks, Rich. Thank you. Good stuff. I hope so. That was awesome.